Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Shot in the dark. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Shot in the Dark. I am your host, John Cena Evil here. Let's get right down to it. AW Dark Elevation. Hangman Page with a record of 6-0, ranked number one in the men's division, defeated Spencer Slade very quick. Uh, he hits a powerbomb into a pen, so pretty cool to him to not use his buckshot lariat and using different moves. That's one thing that AEW definitely does right that I enjoy. Match number two, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, with a record of 7-1, ranked number three in the women's division, making her way up here. Defeated Tesha Price with a record of 0-5 with a lockjaw submission. Uh, interesting note, there's actually a rematch of the dark match they had back in the 2018 Mae Young Classic when they both were alternates. Wow, 2018 feels like it was such a long time ago, but look how far uh, they've come. Match number three, Jurassic Express with a record of 6-0. Number two in the tag team division, defeated Jay Lyon and Midas Black with a record of 0-1. Very quick match here with Jungle Boy getting the pin on both Lyon and Black after him and Luchasaurus hit a pair of Death Valley drivers. Interesting note here, Jay Lyon, I've said in the past, he uh, has this Lyon gimmick. He actually has like this like plastic steak coming out of his mouth. So yeah, pretty <laughs> interesting here to see the Lyon and the dinosaur uh, battle over a steak. The Hybrid 2, with a record of 2-3, and three, defeated Barry Morales and Andre Montoya, with a record of 0-1, oh when a Helico makes Montoya submit to the Navarro death row. We go backstage with Paul White, who's sitting down with the acclaimed. Uh, pretty much talks about them getting signed to AEW in 2020. Then Anthony Bowens opens up a little bit about being gay and the struggles that he's had to endure here in the wrestling industry. And then Bowens gives an injury update, saying that when he's, when he's recovered, uh, he's recovering right now, but he'll be back very soon. Brian Cage and Ricky Starks with a record of 4-1, defeated Mike Magnum and Stone Rockwell. Stark gets the pin here on Rockwell after hitting the Rochambeau, and it seems that him and Cage are on the same page for now. Abaddon, 4-1, defeated Sky Blue, 0-1. Abaddon wins easily here with the Cemetery Drive, and the comedy here is that Paul White is terrified on commentary. Orange Cassidy defeated Prince Kai. Now, before the match starts, Kai hands a note to Justin Roberts that introduces him with these words. 
Hear ye, hear ye, hear ye, ladies and gentlemen, standing before you weighing in 200 glorious pounds, he is known as Prince Charming to all the ladies, and the most handsome man in pro wrestling to everyone else. Here is the one, the only, Prince Kai. So he's showboating the entire entrance, and then he turns around, gets hit with a beach break for the pen in about like five seconds. Private Party defeated Alex Reynolds and Cole Cabana. Uh, Matt Hardy on the outside, he pretty much gets the entire Dark Order ejected by doing some shenanigans. And Isaiah Cassidy does get the pin on Cole Cabana with a roll-up after some Matt Hardy confusion with who the legal man, man actually was. So the uh, Hardy family office here is helping them get some wins. Thunder Rosa with a record of 7-2 and two, defeated Shauna Reed with a record of 0-1 very easily here with the Thunder Rosa driver. The Best Friends with a record of 25-11 and 11, defeated Hayden Backlund and Kit Sackett. Uh, Trent gets the pin here on Backlund after him and Chuck Taylor uh, hit back-to-back pile drivers. I have to admit, I kind of enjoy the Pixie song only being with Orange Cassidy because you heard it like twice for his match. Then you hear it another two times here. And then whenever Chris Statlander wrestles, they give it to her as well. It's like, don't overdo it. I don't want to hear the same theme song three, four times in the show. Like, they should have kept it exclusively to Orange Cassidy. I think it fits him better anyway. Match number 11, legit Legit, uh, Layla Hirsch and Rio Mizunami defeated Nyla Rose and Matty Rinkowski. Vicky Guerrero comes out, kicks out Justin Roberts, introduces Rinkowski and Rose. And Hirsch makes Rinkowski tap out to the armbar while Mizunami holds back Rose. Austin Gunn defeated Aaron Solo with the quick draw after QT Marshall, Nick Camarado, and Colton Gunn gets involved on the outside. Uh, I want to say this is Austin Gunn's... Not, maybe not his first, but it's definitely one of the uh, rare instances I have had a singles match. Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky defeated Carly Bravo and Dean Alexander when Sky makes Alexander submit to the, uh, the heel lock. The heel lock. Uh, Dasha's backstage interviewing Austin Gunn, who says the feud with the factory is far from over. And then his daddy, Billy Gunn, comes in, interrupts, takes over the interview, which I don't understand why you would just kind of take the shot away from your son. But he gets interrupted by QT Marshall, who's pretty much trying to say, he's trying to apologize for what he did, but it's all a ruse as he knocks Billy Gunn down with a right hook. And the main event, Kenny Omega, Konosuke Takeshita, and me- and MT Nakazawa defeated Matt and Mike Seidel and Danny Lamlight. Uh, Omega's treating this as a comedy match. Even before the match starts, he's upset that he's, he's even wrestling on Elevation, uh, as he's rarely on Dark. And uh, him and Nakazawa, they have these like headsets on, and they're communicating with each other. But uh, Takeshita gets the pin on Mike Seidel after hitting the beautiful bridge German suplex. Tuesday's AEW Dark. Uh, interesting, the show starts actually with like this black and white video from Darby Allen, where he says people say that him and Jungle Boy are a lot alike, but they're nothing alike. And tells Jungle Boy if he wants the title, he needs to stop smiling and turn on that switch. So... Different way to start off Dark. I actually enjoyed it with this nice little video hyping up their match. But the first match, Joey Janela defeated Will All Day. Janela gets the pin here after the Death Valley Driver. SCU defeated Ryzen and John Skyler when Kazarian gets the pin on Ryzen after the best smelter ever. Big Swole and Kylan King defeated this new team of Ashley and Steph MK. Uh, the MKs, they're two twin sisters from Tonga. Uh, Swole gets the pin on Ashley after a rolling elbow. We get a pretty cool video of Ricky Starks. He likes He's like in this old school looking saloon, uh, dressed like a cowboy in a way, and says that he should be the number one ranked wrestler over Hangman Page. And every time Page is on top, he falls to the pressure, unlike him, who makes diamonds under pressure. And it's time for Page to move over and make room for Starks. I like this video. The Butcher and the Blade defeated Brick Aldridge and Cole Carter. Butcher gets the pin on Aldridge after the drag the lake. We go backstage with Ryan Nemeth, who's with JD Drake and Cesar Bononi. And Nemeth is trying to give Drake a makeover with some new clothes. And uh, Drake is very reluctant to even try them. But then uh, Bononi makes some sort of note about 
Drake not being able to be sexy, and Drake is like, I can do this, and he takes the clothes in and walks away. So, uh, yeah, I guess we're getting some sort of makeover sexy J.D. Drake. I'm not sure if I'm really uh, intrigued by this. Sunny Kiss defeated Jake Manning. Ken wins easily in about a minute with a sit-out stunner, and then after grabs the mic and says that when he came to AEW, he had to do two things, shake some ass and kick some ass. He gets into this very serious promo and says the games are over, it's a wrap, so put that in an envelope and seal that with a kiss. Very good promo from Sunny here, showing uh, Kiss's serious side. Evil Uno, Stu Grayson, and Ten defeated Midas Black, J-Line, and Ken Broadway. Funny spots here, since Broadway's gimmick is that he throws money, he makes it rain. So negative one, and Bryce Rensburg, they just keep pocketing all the money. Evil Uno gets the pin on Broadway after the fatality. Billy Gunn defeated Andrew Palace. Uh, Gunn is sporting the shiner that QT gave him on elevation. And he easily gets the, quint- the win after the fame master. And he-, he cuts this really quick by angry promo on QT Marshall. Dante Martin defeated Fuego Dos Sol. They mentioned Darius is still out for a while with his knee injury. Uh, it's actually a pretty good competitive match, but Dante gets a pen with a great-looking 450 splash. Diamante defeated Queen Aminata. Diamante gets the win with a body scissor submission. The Varsity Blondes defeated Hayden Backlund and Ket Sackett when Pillman pinned Sackett with a powerbomb combo. Max Caster defeated Allen Five Angels. Caster's freestyle says something about Angels having a fetish, since he always gets beat up by his friends. Uh, Caster gets the pin after hitting him with his chain. Uh, basically, Ten and Anthony Bowens on the outside are fighting with the boombox. They cause a distraction. That's what causes the chain to get into the ring. Powerhouse Hobbs defeated Baron Black. Uh, Hobbs destroyed Black in a couple minutes with a power slam, sending a message to Christian Cage for their upcoming match. And the main event, Pac, with a record of 3-0, defeated Dean Alexander. Pac runs in angrily and wins with a brutalizer submission in under a minute. So the last two matches only took about five minutes or so. NWA Power, back to this traditional show here. Trevor, Maddox, uh, Trevor Murdoch starts the show asking Chris Adonis for a rematch, and he doesn't care what the stipulations are. Instead, Nick Aldis comes out and says that Murdoch needs to stop blaming everyone for his issues and start blaming himself. Aldis says that Murdoch isn't really championship material, and instead Aldis will fight in the main event. But if Murdoch stays far away from the match, Aldis might consider giving him a title shot, but it is not guaranteed. May Valentine is backstage with Slice Boogie, where he challenges Jax Dane to a match anytime, anywhere. Then Sal Renaro comes out. He has a tag team match with Aaron Stevens and Kratos that they've been setting up for the last couple of weeks. Non-title match. And uh, Renaro comes out by himself and says that his partner is on the way. And he is labeled as a former NWA champion. So the bell rings. The partner never comes out. It starts off as a handicap match. And then Danny Deals comes out, who is not a wrestler. He's the guy that does like the high spots commercials for NWA. But he gets taken out right away by Kratos. And then Stevens and Kratos start arguing because Kratos is pretty much bullying uh, Renaro. And Stevens, you know, kind of turning babyface, doesn't really approve of that. This causes Tim Storm to leave the commentary and stand on the apron, distracting Kratos. And Kratos actually goes to hit Aaron Stevens, who ducks. And then he kind of stops himself from hitting, from hitting uh, Tim Storm. And this distracts him, like I said, and Renaro actually rolls him up and pins him. And him and Tim Storm are announced as the winners, and the tag team champions Kratos and Stevens are arguing more on their way out. The Pope is being interviewed along with Tyrus and Austin Idol, and Pope says that no matter where he goes, Tyrus seems to follow him. Tyrus says that he always respected Pope, but Pope never could be the man. Until now, that he's a TV champion, but the TV championship belongs to Idol as it's a title that he created. That he created, And Pope says that he can't just get a title shot, he needs to earn it and qualify for it. Tyrus gets angry and says that uh so be it but people will get hurt and then he walks to the ring where there's already a match in progress with Marche rocket and m dog matt cross and he just walks into the match and makes it a triple threat uh cross hits a shooting star press and looks like he has the match actually won but tyrus breaks it up and gets to pin himself on rocket to become the number one contender of the pope's tv title that easy may valentine is backstage with chris adonis and tom latimer which she asked about where uh 
what Trevor Murdoch says and said that they aren't worried about him, but they're worried about the, the tag titles. And if Murdoch does show up, Strictly Business will be there waiting for him. Camille defeated Genocide with a spear after a competitive five-minute match. Melina comes out after the check on Genocide, but she gets a spear herself from Camille. And then Thunder Rosa comes out and they start chatting with Camille. Nick Aldis versus Jordan Clearwater. Uh, this match was ended very quick in a no contest because just as it started, Chris Adonis and Tom Latimer come out and they're, they're seen brawling with Trevor Murdoch. They take him inside the ring and all three members of Strictly Business just destroy Murdoch to end the show. NXT UK, Nathan Fraser defeated Saxon Huxley with a frog splash. Uh, Noam Darn and angry Shaw Samuels are backstage talking about Dar's loss to Tyler Bate, but Dar tells them they have a match next week against Mustache Mountain. Noam Dar then has a Supernova session show, his guest being Gallus, who said that they've been training the entire time. Eddie Dennis interrupts and challenges Joey Coffey to a match next week, but before we get an answer, Tyson T-Bone and Primate jump in and they start brawling with Gallus. We get a quick segment with Sam Granwell, pretty much not being allowed into the PC by Dave Mastiff. Mustache Mountain are also hyping up next week's match as the first time they've been ever teamed up in BT Studios, so they're treating it like a monumental event. Isla Dawn defeated Amelia McKenzie with a bridge half-Nelson suplex. Ginny talks a bit of trash backstage to Danny Luna before their upcoming match. They also make Eddie Kingston versus Joe Coffey official for next week, and Mako Sotomaro confronts Aoife Valkyrie and accepts her challenge. Jack Stars defeated Ashton Smith with a roll-up to get his first singles victory in NXT UK, while Piper Niven is seated in his corner cheering him up. And the main event, former tag team partners. Kenny Williams defeated the Mere Jordan after throwing him face-first into an exposed turnbuckle. This fight obviously uh, emotionally charged because of them being a former tag team and all. WWE 205 Live, Jake Atlas defeated Ashanti Diodonis with a cartwheel DDT, and August Gray defeated Tony Nese with a roll-up. New Japan Pro Wrestling is strong. Uh, this is the semifinals for the New Japan Cup USA 2021. The first match was Mysterioso, Barrett Brown, Adrian Quest, and Jordan Clearwater defeated Carl Fredericks, Alex Coughlin, Kevin Knight, and the DKC with a Mysterio pinning Knight after a backbreaker. Barrett Brown walks out on his partners because he didn't get the pin. In the two semifinals match, Tom Lawler defeated Hikaleo with a roll-up after working on his knee on the outside, and Brody King defeated Leo Rush with a Gonzo Bond. Send out next week's final for the New Japan Pro Wrestling Strong Openweight Championship, Tom Lawler versus Brody King. That should be a great match. And on Ring of Honor, it was the 500th episode of them being on Sinclair. Uh, so pretty monumental event. These two matches were chosen by the fans. And the first match, phenomenal match for the pure title, Jonathan Gresham defeated Jay Lethal. Uh, Amazing match, like I said. Gresham retains the title with a head scissor like pinfall in over 16 minutes. Uh, this is the match I would recommend to go out and watch. Uh, Ray of Honor, unfortunately, under the radar. Not many people get to watch it. But if you're going to go out your way to watch a match, please watch this match. And the main event, the two brothers, Mark Briscoe, defeated his brother Jay Briscoe by countout after hitting him with an elbow through a table on the outside. On main event, Mansoor defeated Akira Tozawa, so his winning streak continues. And Angel Garza defeated Drew Gulak. The WWE Network editions of the week, Evolve number 9, which has Chuck Taylor versus Johnny Gargano, Fit Finley versus Sammy Callahan, John Silver versus Tony Nese, and Kevin Steen. He's actually on commentary and has his only evolved match in history versus Bobby Fish and John Davis in the triple threat match. Also, Lindsay Dorado makes his debut on here. We also get WXW We Love Wrestling number seven. Uh, you guys can actually catch me on the Up Next feed with Davey Portman this Friday going over a primer for Impact Wrestling's Rebellion pay-per-view. And then this Sunday, there'll be a watch-along as well as a post-show for me and Davey. So make sure you check that out. Kenny Omega versus Rich Swan Unification match for the AEW and Impact World Titles. That is it. You guys can catch me here next week for another episode of Shot in the Dark. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you... 
a little help never hurt. Especially the hot, caffeinated kind. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-on bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIO, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams in all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio. one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIO.